This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Construction and Power Women Investing. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for your further listening pleasure... Direct from the golf course and onto your radio, this is... Hello, everybody. The Fred and Jeff Show. And good morning, everybody. This is the Fred Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstadt. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Tucson. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and the culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. That's exactly right, Fred. And we invite people to visit us at fredjeff.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and even subscribe to this tome of wisdom and entertainment on iTunes and TuneIn Radio and... Podcast Addict. <laughs> God, be, you will never dude, say that right. That's how podcast addict. That's yeah. how people will remember when you say something silly. Kind of like last week, we had Austin Agron on the show. Well, here's something silly. Neighbor, that's a ganga. Yeah, that was a great show. That was a lot of fun. And we actually, had, you know, his, his son and grandson actually sent me notes thanking me to, for having him on the on the radio because apparently, anytime that they send him out in the world, it gives them a little respite at the house. <laughs> But but oh, no, he's, they, a, he's a he's a peach. I loved him. No, he's but great. he his his grandson was actually feeding me a bunch of stories, and we had already planned on having Austin back, but uh, now we have we can focus him a little bit better. Yeah, and you know what, folks, this brings up a, a very good point for Fred and I is we only know so many people and only know so much of what's going on in Tucson. And there's got to be tons more stuff out there. If there's somebody that you well, know. Well, we know there's tons more we stuff do, out there. We do. We do know. If there's somebody that you know that's making a difference in Tucson and and Southern Arizona, and they're making a difference for one person or making a difference for a group of people, or, or just making it nicer to live here. Or who are willing to bring cigars and tequila to the radio show. Or bourbon. Yes. We'll have them on. You know, we got to vet them a little bit on the front end because we want to make sure it's not- They're good Fred's cigars. Crazy person. Yeah, we friends. need to make sure they're good cigars. And good bourbon, yes. And good tequila. Right. But uh, definitely, we're definitely, you know, we're definitely looking for those folks out there that are making Tucson a great place to live. And if that's you, someone in your family or your friends, let us know. You know, ch- you know zap us on uh, Facebook. You know, message us. You yeah. know, a little lightning bolt thing. Message us on our Facebook page, friend Jeff- uh, the Friend Jeff Show on Facebook, and we'll definitely call you. I mean, we are we are always looking for folks to talk to because we know Tucson's a great place to live because there are a lot of people out there, make, you know, helping make it a great place to live. Yeah, so uh, here's here's a uh, a speed round that, that we rarely do. We've done speed it, round. done it a couple of times. Well, people come up to you and I yes. uh, over time and say, hey, he listens to the show all the time. Right, like Larry over at A&M Shell over there on Speedway. Those guys are awesome. And every time I take my car in, which isn't frequent because they do such a good job, Larry's always like, yeah, I was listening to you and your brother on the show the other day. Well, and and I was shocked because I went to go see, I had a motor vehicle accident two years ago. Mm -hmm. And the the physical therapist I went to, we were were doing the history and he goes, hey, do you have a radio show? (laughs) And then- (laughs) I have I've had tinnitus for the last two years because of the accident. I thought your tinnitus had mostly gone away. No, it's dude, it's there. Is it's, it really? It's it still bugging you? Oh yeah. But when I went to the ear nose throat guy, he's like, "Hey, do you have a radio show?" It's like just random people. Now here's the most random. Uh, well, I would say most random, but the latest. Uh, I was over at Monterey Court 
uh, listening to some live music. Yeah, and very cool thing to do. Doing a little uh, dancing, and one of the Wait, you were dancing. Yeah. Holy cow, dude! It's I, I got to tell you, the women love the Gopher Dance from Caddyshack. Well, it's Cannot not so get much enough the Gopher it. Dance from Caddyshack. It's just that you're not much of a dancer. I remember back in the day, your dancing would be likened to you know. I used to have uh, when when I was in the theater department, <laughs> theater department at the U of A. I had a lot of friends who, uh, I, sh- I was going to say were gay, but they are gay. And they used to give me crap all the time because we'd go out and drink and dance. Yes. And as as soon as I reached certain threshold yes. of tequila consumption. You turn into Elaine Bennis? Well, they t- they would tell me, he goes, hey, you dance pretty good for a straight boy. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I have I have some chops. You got some moves. Yeah. So That's anyways, what you're saying. Anyway, so like we were- it. We were down, we were at Monterey Court. Yes, and uh, one of the entertainers, the head, well, not the headliner, the uh, opening act, Kevin Pakulis comes up to me. Say that three times fast. Kevin Pakulis comes up to me. Okay. Kevin Pakulis comes up to me. Got it. Is that three? That's two, three. Yes. All right. So he comes up to me, Kevin Pakulis, and says, "I listen to you every single Sunday when I'm on my way to Borderland. So he, every Sunday he performs at Borderland, uh, which is a brewing company on Tool downtown. So." This is the challenge, Kevin, if you're actually listening and if that's actually your name. Well, you know, because our listenership is down to almost nil because mom and dad are in Italy. <laughs> yes, that is true. So it's like an Auntie Margaret is, I think Auntie Margaret's having brunch right now with Johnny. Yeah. Our cousin. So yes, or we have no listeners. So Kevin, uh, here's the test. Let's see if you're lying to Fred or not. Uh, call us at 520 751 one zero four one, and I'll do it slowly because I know you're a mu- musician. Oh. It's early in the morning. <laughs> five two zero. Oh, that's so mean. Seven five one one zero four one, and we'll give you a dozen roses to Mayfield Flores. Super. So fun. I'm just I'm standing right here next to the phone. We'll see. All right. <laughs> so the thing that I think is classic. Yeah. And folks, if you're in your car driving to this right now, I applaud you. <laughs> I really do because right or starting at noon, the pre-Snoop Dogg concert pool party, twenty-one years and over event, is happening <laughs> at the Casino del Sol Resort Oasis pool. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. You can bring your friend in his green suit. Yeah, they're down there. Uh, they're getting ready to everybody uh, with their medical marijuana cards. <laughs> oh, I'm. You know what? I'm not going to laugh about that. So earlier this week. I went to a, a meeting of the folks that are trying to kill this proposition that's coming up on November's ballot Yeah, about making marijuana a right to smoke Yeah, and how that is really going to screw things up in Arizona. You don't, you know, you don't have a right to drink alcohol. You don't have a right, the, the right the, to yes, smoke cigarettes. No, you do not. Yes, no. I do. Uh, you, as as a human being, I can do whatever I want. Okay, but with it's myself. not written into the law. Well, it ought to be. It's not. It's part of the Declaration of Independence. The right to you know pursue no. freedom and happiness. Yeah, I get that. You're missing the point, big brother. The point is, is that if people are granted the right. The privilege, not the privilege. If but it's the codified, right. you're saying the if it's codified, right? Because in my mind, people have the right to do what they choose to do as long as it doesn't hurt other people. Correct. I'm but, very libertarian when it comes to and I drug too, control. But here's the issue: the issue is, is if you go into a workplace, there's no, there's no, it's going to be the wild, wild west. So if you guys have guys operating heavy machinery, if you have people working with kids, 
they can be as high as a kite, and there's not a darn thing you can do about it. Now, Arizona is a right-to-work state, but this is this is over the top. So these guys, backed by George Soros, our uber liberal buddy, George Soros owes us twenty bucks. Actually, he owes us twenty thousand dollars. I'd say it'd probably be more than that. Yeah. So, folks, you've got to get up to speed on what this proposal is, because as as I agree with you, with I agree with you, Fred. We have the right to do just about anything as long as Legalize it's not it hurting and tax it. That's, that's my motto. Well, but look what's going on in Colorado. That's that's not really working as well as the Coloradans thought. Oh, yeah, it is. It's generating all sorts of revenue for Colorado. And yeah. people are a little bit laid back now. Yeah, but look at the cost that it's also generating. The the, the There's, well, if you there's were, a big okay. downside to it, too. Uh, we, we're not a political show. But, no, no, we're but, not. And but if you... But, there's the same cost for alcohol. There's the same cost for tobacco. Right. So why so add why, on? Well, if you're going to say marijuana is bad, then don't be a hypocrite. Then we should ban tobacco and we should ban alcohol. I get it. Do you ever listen to Freakonomics Radio? No, I don't. Freakonomics Radio has got a podcast. And there's a pod, one of their podcasts. And folks, I, I, I challenge you to, to, to listen to it. If it's economists talking about what if, you know, what if this happened? What if that happened? using an economist perspective. And one of the things that these guys pitched or talked about was if today they discovered alcohol and marijuana, which would be legalized and which would be against the law. Whoever had the strongest lobbyist would be legalized. Well, that's what happened a hundred years ago, but. But that's how, that's how the system works, Jeff. Uh, Fred, I'm t- well aware of how the system works. See, the works. people, I'm just the grassroots about- have to come down and tell the man what it's all about, baby. Are you done? Are you done? Because I'm feeling the burn over here, Fred. I'm feeling the burn. <laughs> so anyhow, it, there, we'll we'll have more on this, and we're not no, a political we show. We're not a political show, but I'm I'm sneaking it in. I you know I was very I'm very nervous about what uh, what our little friend Dimitri Downing is trying to to pull over on all of us. Um, but it's very interesting, very interesting. So anyhow, folks. All right, let's, let's talk about some positive things. Let's talk about a ton of positive things. We just so, ha- we just graduated a ton of kids. That are all leaving. No, 5% will stay. That's good. <laughs> we need them. But yeah, I mean, congratulations so, if you are you have a graduate from high school, graduate from actually, U of a, you know, the, gra- the high school graduation is this week, right? Oh, no. High school graduation has been happening Oh, well, that's week. true, yeah. Maybe TUSD, I think, is happening this week. Yeah, yeah. But the South Point graduation, yeah. um, San Miguel, right. St. Augustine's. Right, right. There are tons of graduates graduates out there, so congratulations. Have a super-duper safe summer, and uh, good luck on future endeavors, whether it's college or the military or getting a job or taking a little time off to find yourself don't take too much time go travel in Europe because as you as you probably know Fred and I have still we're still reeling from those decades we took off after high school I thought that was still trying college. to find our way yes yeah, <laughs> 10 years good. of college yeah college is not like it is today as 10 when... years of college down the drain <laughs> son fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life I, I've discovered it is oh really yeah interesting yeah interesting I saw your name on something the other day. Fred was it Ronson. The, the post office? No, no. They with they, the mugshot. It, it was some some document where they were they were going to ask you, Fred Ronstadt, um, the executive director of the Fourth Avenue Merchants Association, your opinion on X, and then you said this has no bearing on the Fourth Avenue Merchants Association. 
So they said, okay, well, Fred's no help. Where, what was that document? <laughs> I'll have to look it up. It was something I was looking at. Uh, well, I don't oh, know. The, the small business. Oh, our friend Linda Morales is now the uh, head chief of the Small Business Administration here in Tucson. Is she really? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. As, as well that. as the principal of- The planning center. Planning center. Yeah, yeah. So that's big news. That's good And stuff. I think she's like president of DM50 now? I, no, um, Bob Logan is the incoming president oh, of DM50. Bob is. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bobby Logan. So anyway, all right, get to your list. I, I digress consistently. Oh, by the way, the Zuma Master tonight, 7 o'clock, Demister Outdoor Performance Center, ladies Tucson and gentlemen. Pops. Absolutely. Laz- Music under the stars. Yeah, Laszlo Verish. Fabulous, 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 fabulous. Yeah. Got to go. Take the family. Yeah. Bottle of wine, some- uh, No, a box of wine. A box of wine, thank you, no glass, and uh, and uh, some uh, Lucky Wishbone or something, maybe a modicum healthier. <laughs> And go check out uh, oh, God. Uh, Music Under the Stars. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, the lineup this week is fantastic. It's music, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, no dancing. No, well, you can dance. Look, for, I, I understand you're a heck of a dancer, Brad. I am. That's what I've heard. So this summer, it actually started yesterday. The kickoff was last night. On your mark, get set, read the summer reading program from the Pima County Public Library. So there's events all summer long. It ends July 16th, and there's going to be a big celebration at the Reed Park Zoo on July 16th, but we encourage kids of all ages to participate in the reading program, the summer reading program. Yes, there's, I totally There's uh, prizes, there's fun events. I think there's even an event uh, on uh, June 4th, there's a field day at Wheeler, Ta- Wheeler Taft Abbott Library out in the field out there. So it's a fun program. Uh, go to uh, Pima County Public Library website to find out more information. And today, starting at, at 9 o'clock this morning and going till 4 o'clock at the Kino Sports Complex is the 2016 USA Rugby um, men's and women's matches. They're going all day on fields 1, 2, and 3. Um, if you know rugby, like rugby, have no idea what rugby is or curious about rugby, this is your day to go check out the matches they, they're ongoing until 4 o'clock tonight. Check them out. Rugby's a great sport, great for kids, teach how to tackle. Oh, we already take a break? All right, folks. We get, No, we don't. We don't? No. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, going, off the, we're going off the script. Um, <laughs> also, 11th Annual Tucson Artist Open Studios started about uh, 18 minutes ago, do, goes till 5. Over 50 locations around Tucson and more than 80 artists will open up their studios Super cool. If you're looking for something fun to do, again, go to TucsonOpenStudios.com. Check out the locations. There's a lot of fun artists, a lot of great art being created here in Tucson. Go and get yourself some. Yeah, it's awesome because you can actually watch. A lot of these artists will be creating whatever their medium is uh, while you walk through the studio. They can talk to you uh, personally about the pieces they've done, and, and all those pieces are for sale. Cool. And then yeah. if you're if you're out and about and you're looking for some place to go, head on down to the Cochise County Fairgrounds, maybe 90 minutes from Tucson, maybe, because it's El Moro de Cumpas, the 2016 horse race series. So they're going to have horse racing, 16 total races starting at 1 o'clock today. Um, that will be super fun. And one of my big favorites, the Tucson Saguaros are playing the Santa Fe Fuego. You know about this, Fred? Oh, yeah. Double-A Pecos Independent League. I've been a big Fuego fan for years. Because <laughs> you're, you're in Fuego. The uh, the Saguaros 
are double-A baseball playing, also playing at Keno Sports. So if rugby's not your bag, go across the street and check out minor league baseball, Tucson Saguaros. Check them out. Game starts at 1 o'clock. Pro baseball, is double-A pro baseball is back in Tucson. So that's super fun. And, of course, you know our Lady Cats, Lady Bat Cats, U of A women's softball team. They, uh, they won. They're hopefully, knock on this tabletop, they're on their way to the Super Regional. So congratulations. Keep keep up the good work, Lady Cat baseball yeah. te- or softball team. Hey, and then we should end end on this uh, before the break is our cousins, the Ronstadt Generations, just released a uh, new CD. There's a CD party Friday night in Tucson. And we we found this new venue in, in Dunbar Spring. What? It's a... Uh, God, I can't remember, remember the name of it off the top of my head. What's it called? The Whistle Stop? The Whistle Stop. Yeah. It's like... Thanks, Charlotte. It is, it's next to the rail, the rail, so you hear the train go on every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it is the coolest, most eclectic building probably in Tucson. The Whistle Stop? The Whistle Stop. It's like built out of all sorts of parts of all sorts of things, and there's little... You know what? I think I've been there once before. They, I think they were hosting a, a fundraiser. For somebody one night, and Tiana and I. Yeah, they went do to events. Yeah. They do events, but uh, yeah. So our cousins um, just released their latest C- CD, and uh, not only that, uh, separately, uh, Petey released a-, a CD, a solo, and Michael G released a solo. That's awesome. So okay, if you go so Ronstadt's Generation dot Ronstadtgenerations dot com. Super fun. Get that stuff. And, and we got a little, a couple more things to talk about, but folks, we do have to take a break. So stick around because we've got a lot more here on. Fred and Jeff Show. This bit of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Unicom Graphics, Steel Door, and Sleeping Frog Farms. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstadt. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Shukshon. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and the culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. That is right, Fred. And before the break, we were talking about the sweet dulcet tones of the Ronstadt Generations. <laughs> and their dulcet? C- their, Come on. Their CD release party. Yes. So they finally, I mean... You know, they've put out a bunch of other albums, but they, they recorded uh, a version of Volver, which... You know, uh, um, all kidding aside, vinyl's coming back. Yeah. Vinyl's making a huge comeback. It is. I've actually been buying vinyl albums. You have? Yeah, I actually got a re-release of Muddy Waters. It was phenomenal. You like Muddy Waters? Oh, yeah. It was phenomenal. Wow. When did yeah. you become some blues jazz man? I've always been blues man. <laughs> You're so full of crap. All right. That's why I like my my uh, it, well, my marijuana. If, if you like the jazz, are you going to the uh, um, Tucson Jazz Society? Spontaneous but never ordinary, uh, completely genuine jazz over at Brother John's today at three. Are no, you doing today, that? No, today at three I will be finishing my garden. Oh, what type of garden? He asked knowingly. Uh, let's see. There there will be okra. Okra. There will be tomatoes. Yes. There will be various vine things such as squash, yeah, calavacitas, Ooh. seeds from Gibby's, 
So do you go over to Native, Native Seed Search and get your seeds? Or? I have in the past, yeah. Yeah, because I just got a couple of packets of, of chilta bean, Texas chilta beans. Well, what I, what I like to Native do most, most of all is, is exploit my Pima County Public Library because they have a seed lending library. Oh, is that a seed bank or a lending library? It's a lending library. So literally you can go to the Pima County Library and you can go through, they have the old card catalogs they now use for seeds. And you go through and go, oh, I want some beets. And I want some okra, and I want you know this and that, and then you check them out, and then you grow them, and then you know the responsible people would then let a few of the plants go to seed. You collect the seeds, the and then you take them back to the library. Yes, check them in. And will you be one of those few responsible people, Fred? Of course not. But <laughs> but the the point is is that the Pima County Library does a lot of things, and one of them is give you seeds. So <laughs> you're so, not just talking about seeds of learning. You're talking about Seeds, seeds of, of life. nutrition. Yes. And actually, the uh, I'm pretty sure that the uh, Native Seed uh, Search folks participate in providing some I, of those seeds. I know for a fact they do. Yeah. At yeah. least one or two seeds. Yeah. yeah. They're a little nervous about no one being, you know, stand up and bringing seeds back. No, that, you know, it's funny. The, the library also uh, lends out screens. So screens. that when you collect your seeds, you can put them through a screen and get all the, you know, the, the debris out and just bring the seeds back. Oh, that's super fun. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. do that. I actually have done it. And how, uh, when was the last time you did this? What, take seeds back? Yeah. I've done it once. How many times have you taken seeds, withdrawn seeds? Lots. Oh, you cheese ball. So we have some sad news. What's that? Sad news. Bishop Kikanis, Joe Kikanis, been in Tucson for 15 years, saw the Tucson Diocese through some very difficult times. And he is not a Zumba master. He, you know, but he, he is still a really good guy. Yeah, he is. Excellent man. Yeah. Oh, you know He's going to he, retire. He, I, that is very sad. That is very sad. Because th- this is a person who is so effective at what he does yes. that the Vatican was trying to recruit him. Well, now the Vatican's making him retire. Well, because yeah, he's seventy-five. Well, I think the the Vatican's being a a little bit, uh, you know, that's a little retribution. No, it's oh, not. you won't come it's out. It's canon hang law, with man. Us? It's canon law. It's seventy-five. Uh, you got to hang up your spurs. Oh wow. And well, I'm you, sure. I'm sure he'll become an emeritus and and consult with the next regime. Yeah, he says he's going to stay here in Tucson. Tucson's his home. Excellent. So yeah, I love that. He's probably yeah. still a Cubs fan because he's from Chicago, but he can't be perfect. So <laughs> and finally, well, you're you're a Pirates fan because you're from Tucson. What? What's your point, Fred? <laughs> you know, I was harassed the other day by this guy. So I was playing in the uh, rodeo parade golf tournament yesterday, and this gent and I was wearing my pirate hat. This guy yeah. came up to me and goes, "Hey, where from Pittsburgh are you from?" And I'm like, "I'm from Tucson." And he's like, "Oh, well, how are you a pirate fan then? Because I'm from <laughs> Pittsburgh, and I know these people." And I'm like, "Well, can a kid from Tucson that didn't grow up with National League baseball be a fan of Willie Stargell?" And then uh, we had National fan? League baseball. No, we did not. We yes, had we American League, the Cleveland Indians, my friend. Well, no, no. Brother. We had the Dodgers were just no. across the way. No, I'm talking in Tucson. The Dodgers didn't play in Tucson. Yeah, but they're closer than freaking Pittsburgh. Fred, Pittsburgh. it's not Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, but Willie Stargell played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, he also died in a crash. No, he did not. That's Roberto Clemente. Oh, Clemente, yeah. Please, Fred, please. You may know about marijuana, but you do not know about baseball. Well, because I because because I know about marijuana, I can give you. And I want to know how you know about marijuana. I do how a lot of research. So, I do a lot of research. Interesting. All right, the last thing I wanted to share, for goodness sakes, and I have like six seconds left. Oh, 15 seconds left is there's a soccer match. The priests are playing the seminarians. 
the Diocese of Tucson Padre Kino Soccer Cup. It's at the Golf League Sports Complex next Friday at 6 p.m. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Contracting, Ronstadt Insurance, and Casa de la Luz Hospice. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. This is the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstam here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Tucson. And we are celebrating the people, the places, events, history, and culture that make loving in Tucson. It's in Arizona. So gosh darn wonderful. Did you say loving in Tucson? Well, we loving in Tucson, too. <laughs> and we invite people to visit us at fredandjeff.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And even subscribe to this Tome of Wisdom and entertainment on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict. <laughs> Holy it's all about the. It's all about crap. the. Come on. So, so well, before the break, you got cut off. Oh no, I was talking about the uh, Padre Kino Cup, the seminarians against the priests. Is this like the first annual, or uh... you know, I don't know how many times they've done this because uh, it doesn't say, and I've never been. But I was, I was, you know, the bishop puts out this Monday morning memo. Yeah, he's done it forever. Yeah. And it, and it highlights all the things that are going on in the Diocese of Tucson, which include Yuma and, you know, there's there's other places other than Tucson that, that these folks are in charge of. Sure. And so, you know, his his Monday morning memo this, this week was wonderful because it talked about graduation time and it, it's a time to look forward, but it's also a time to reflect on what's happened to you, whether it's in high school or college and or grade school, you know, remember the good times. Uh, don't just flush them and build on those good times for a for an amazing future. And as I was scrolling down, reading the the Monday morning memo, I I ran across upcoming the Padre Kino Cup. So when I when I think of priests and seminaries running around kicking a softball, I think of them all the in soccer those, ball soccer ball. I think of them all in those long brown you know things <laughs> robes with, robes with the black shoes running around and the and the tassels and or the the giant uh, rosaries around their waist. The giant is, rosaries were the nuns. Well, I still think of that. That's it's like it's like a some sort of terrible, you know, SNL comedy skit where the seminary. It's more like a Monty Python <laughs> when they have the philosophers, <laughs> or Hill, the philosophers where, you know, playing soccer. Right, exactly. <laughs> so that's what I, I envisioned. Right. So I figured I'd, I'd talk about that. I thought that was cute. Cool. But I but I hope folks go out and support it. Yeah, and I'm uh, calling out Kevin Pakulis, <laughs> who swears. To me, he listens to the show every Sunday. He forgot his phone. Oh, I'm that, sticking it for Kevin. That must be it. He forgot his phone. Yeah, so and he I'm, doesn't have a dime for, or a quarter for the uh, payphone at Circle K. Yeah, so uh, one, one last chance, Kevin. 520-751-1041. And if you call in right now, 520-741-1041, we'll no, give you- 751. 751-1041. We'll give you Desert Roses to Mayfield's Florist. Just because um, someone deserves Kevin, them, Kevin, or so, and just anybody well, random. Well, Kevin calls, we'll give him something. Now we'll give him roses too. Yeah. Oh no! Guess what? What? I take that back. We will not give you roses. We'll give you a twenty-five dollar gift certificate to Mama Louisa's Italian restaurant. Wow! Over on Craycroft and 29th. So that's not Kev- Kevin. Gets the roses if he calls. Kevin will get the roses if he calls. But whoever else calls, first Mama Louisa's twenty-five dollars for first you. First person to call. First person to call because I just got a couple. I was having a. Joe's special over there the other day, and I said, "Hey, how about some?" And they're like, "Oh my gosh, we love your show, absolutely." Okay, I know want. they make fabulous food. Just all everything they make over at Mom Louise's is phenomenal. Yes, but the only reason for me to go there is Joe's special. Oh man, it's well the salad bar kicks butt too. Well, Joe's special and salad bar. Yeah, and, exactly. and if they have like early bird, 
Oh, their sausages, dude, they're fabulous. So anyhow, we got a <laughs> we got a friend in the studio here who has been waiting and waiting and waiting to chat. Yeah. And his name is Eric Jacobson. Eric, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me in. Eric, your daytime job is your like senior VP of all things good at Division Two Construction, right? Yep. How long yep. have you been at Division Two? I've been in Division Two my entire adult life, um, going yeah. on thirty some years. Wow! So you've seen a lot of changes in the building industry in Tucson in a- thirty years. Yeah. What, what give us some of the upsides of how the building industry is just an amazing vocation? It uh, it was something I loved to do early early on. It was fun. Uh, you got to see what you produced at the end of the day. It was uh, it's rewarding. That's awesome, and, and it's really picking up right now in Tucson. Yeah, that's nice to see. It's yep. real nice to see. But you know, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show today is because you're one of those guys that I kind of look up to as being not only a good businessman and a great husband and father, but you're also very philanthropic. You are one of those kind of guys that are out there, and you see something that needs to be done, and you go and do it. And case in point, you have this golf tournament that you started seven years ago. Tell me about that. The, the golf tournament, uh, Battle for Breast, we started seven years ago in honor of my mom. Um, it, it has just exploded. Uh, we started off with maybe 14 groups, had a hard time filling the field. Year number one. Uh, year number two, we doubled. And now we're, we're turning people away. Yeah, it's but a, why? It's a great event. Tell me, okay, so there are lots of folks out there that have lost a loved one. You went a step further. What 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 were you thinking, and how did you? I mean, why why would you do something like that? You know, you know, my whole family kind of uh, got involved. My sister uh, Kathy is is heavily involved in Coleman, uh, Arizona, and uh, I felt like I should step up my game and do a little more than volunteering one day a year. You know, right for, for the, the race? Sure. Yeah, maybe I should step it up a little. So we started the golf tournament, really took off. Uh, my wife, Mary, and my daughter, Lauren, are huge uh, help in that department. We, we gear it up, we plan it out, and uh, with the help of our friends and neighbors, it's a huge success. That's awesome. So, so when you were putting this together and you were leaning on your friends and your family, what advice could you give other people out there that maybe have something that they didn't expect go wrong in their life and you know what could they do to to make something that is bad into something that's amazing you know you just got to uh it it makes you feel good to to do it it right? makes you feel good to to know that you're helping people who have who have suffered the same kind of devastation you have Right. So it's so it's you know it's kind of selfish, but it it feels good. And in in getting that selfish feeling, and meeting all those people, you build that community, and the next thing you know, that tragedy come turns into something where you're honoring somebody, and their legacy is much greater than it might have been. Absolutely. Yeah, and, that's and awesome. you know it, this this disease touches everybody. I mean, all of us know somebody who's been touched by this disease. So everybody's on board to. To help out. To find a cure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the other things that you do for fun is one of your hobbies is you own a, a catering company called Chillin' and Grillin' Barbecue. 
<laughs> How did that start? That that just started uh, out of a whim uh, with the guys uh, Finney and and uh, Scott Menke. Up at, at Finney's at, Landing? At, no, at the hut. Oh, at the before, hut down on 4th yeah, Avenue. Before Finney's Landing was even an, an idea. Uh, they had a big uh, spring party, and, and uh, Finney came up with the idea, hey, we should do street tacos. And I had a I had a big barbecue grill. I'm like, yeah, we should do some carne and pollo and have a good time. So now, when you say you have a big barbecue grill. You know, this was this was grill number one. Okay. This was, this was just a Santa Fe-style barbecue grill. All right, and for folks out there that don't understand that terminology, what does that mean, Santa Fe style? That's um that's basically just a grill. No sides, no no top, no box. It's just a flat grill. You do everything on it from hamburgers and steaks to yeah. carne to yeah. no smoking, nothing like no that. No smoking, nothing just like that. Just a flat grill. It's just a big grill like you'd see at the park. Right, on yeah, wheels yeah, yeah, that yeah, you rolled yeah. in and yep. it was about six feet long. Yep, six feet long, eight feet long, something like that. Okay. And uh I don't know, there was 1,500 people, and we were just uh, having a great time making <laughs> tacos and shooting the crap. Yeah. It was fun. And then and from there, you decided, God, this is something that I enjoy doing. We had a really good time, so we started making it a regular deal at the hut. We'd go down on the weekends and do tacos or burgers or, or something, and uh, we really enjoyed doing it and, and had a lot of fun. And, and there again, that's another thing that just kind of grew on its own. And then from there, last about two years ago, you and I were having a conversation, or did I skip a piece? No, no, that's 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 about right. We started well, then then we started building grills. So so then um, now when you say we, you mean you and the mouse in your pocket, right? Uh, Lauren, Lauren helps me. And your daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so I met <laughs> I met uh, I met Jake Walker, uh-huh. um, Rusty Truck, and he came and he says, "Hey, I want to." I want to build a smoker. Can you help me with this? I said, I've got just the thing. I've got, I had a big uh, steel water tank, you know, six foot diameter, six feet long. And I, I had wanted to turn this thing into a smoker. So that was a perfect opportunity. Uh, we just started cutting away at it and building a trailer. And next thing you know, it was rolling and good to go. Yeah. So then th- that became a lot of fun. So we started mass producing smokers now when you say mass producing you've made how six. many of them six <laughs> <laughs> well, mass, pro- mass producing is six because <laughs> they you i mean it takes you quite a long time to make one you know yeah and, it, and it's a hobby and you do it in the evenings and on weekends so yeah one one takes a few months you were telling me a story about a lady that had come up to you saying eric i want you to build me one of these things and what were your parameters to accept the job uh Cash up front. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely cash up front. I will not commit to a completion date, and I, I don't want any instruction. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm never going to tell you when you're going to get it, and don't tell me, and don't call me again. One day I will call you and tell you that you have a grill. Cash only. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and what number should people call to get to line up to get theirs? Uh, five two zero. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Eric. So, all right, so we got to take a quick break. Folks, we're, we're coming back with uh, more from Eric and uh, Chillin' and Grillin'. Uh, stick around because you'll love the next part of the show. This portion of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Anthony Cigar Emporium, Power Women Investing, and Mayfield Florist. 
now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff Show. This is the Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstein here with my little brother Jeffrey. Hola, Shukshon. And we are celebrating the people, the places, the events, history, and the culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. And you know what we're doing today, Fred? Barbecue. We're taking a, a page from the On the Menu Live show with Matt Russell, and we are talking about barbecue. And with us today is our friend, Eric Jacobson from Chillin' and Grillin' Barbecue. And who knew but this gentleman came rolling down the hallway. I, I thought they had a, they, they had like a security security cameras. I did and- too. I did too. But he came rolling down the hallway. I said, hey, are you going to this cool barbecue event on June 4th? And he said, sure I am. And I thought, come on in. And ladies and gentlemen, we have friend of the show, Ben <laughs> Bula Garcia here with us. Fan of the show. There you go, fan. And by the way, my response was I wasn't invited. But now that I've been formally invited, okay, I guess we can be friends. There you go. Well, here, you go. here let's do this. We are formally inviting everyone in the community, including Ben. You, we'll put your name on top, Ben and everyone else. And everyone else. Okay. To to this the uh, 2016 Southern Arizona Smoking Showdown. It's June 4th at Congress Hotel. Starts mm. at 6 o'clock. Nine purveyors of barbecue will be competing for the belt. And Eric, the gentleman to your left, is the 2015 People's Choice winner. Last year we did brisket. Eric was very unhappy because, Eric, why were you unhappy about your brisket last year? We just didn't have enough time. Uh, we, we rolled in at, what, 6 in the morning and, and we were to have... Uh, our judge box ready at five. Yeah, you had eleven after, hours to to smoke, and that's, and that's that's truly not enough time to to smoke a brisket properly. And you like about a quarter of an inch or a half inch smoke ring around the whole brisket. Absolutely. Now this year we're doing pulled pork, and yeah, look at we're all are the mouths are watering. So Eric, last night you were you were telling me how you like to do your pulled pork. We did it. We did a practice round last night. Uh, you were there. I was there. So so we took our pork shoulder and uh, we butterflied it many times. And, and the more surface you get, the more rub you get on it. So the more rub you get on it, the more flavor you're going to get. And the rub is the concoction that you make, the dry. That's the magic dust. That's the magic right The magic there. dust? That's is the that magic dust. <laughs> I mean, the, the rub is everything. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's how you distinguish one flavor from another. Really? Absolutely. So can you give our listeners an idea of what you put in your rub? Um, yeah, you know, paprika, garlic powder, black pepper, kosher salt, and then an array of other things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that that's your basic uh, wheels on the bus right there. And then when do you put this tasty treat into your... Uh, now, the smoker you're going to use is one you made, right? Yes. It is a homemade chillin' and grillin' smoker. Yep. I understand it's uh, candy apple red. Rocket red, rocket red. That's rocket, it. rocket red. red. We got some new high temp paint. Yeah. We're now, gonna... when are you when are you putting this uh, when are you putting this pork in the smoker? Uh, we're gonna show up at Congress Friday afternoon and get set up before their big Friday night party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we'll put meat in about midnight Friday night, and then it'll be ready Saturday at and, five o'clock. Wow, that's that's a long time. Is that typical? Yeah. Yeah, a good 16, 18 hours of smoke is, is good. The That's longer good. the longer and slower you go, the more tender and juicy it is. And this year there are nine. You, you the People's Choice last year. Last year the Judge's Choice was uh, Albert Hall from Acacia. Albert's coming back to defend his Judge's Choice crown. You're hoping to unify the belts this year by taking the Judge's Choice and the People's Choice. I'd love to take it all. Yeah, there you go. 
And uh, now, the the pulled pork is one thing, but what do you put on the pulled pork? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, if it's... you have, if you have good good meat, you don't need to put a sauce. That covers everything. Okay. When, when you smoke when you smoke pork properly, you don't need sauce. We we're gonna have sauce. We're gonna make uh, we make our own sauce. Um, we're gonna do a J.R. Ewing is uh, sponsoring us to do a J.R. Ewing bourbon sauce. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do my regular chilling and grilling sauce, and then I'm gonna do something a little more spicy for the uh, adventurous. Now the sauce I had last night was that, the... that's my original chilling and grilling sauce. And can you give their listeners an idea of what's in that sauce, or is that a is that a it, trade secret? That's another trade secret, but it, it's a it's a vinegar base. Barbecue sauce, and it's a little, little, little high grade, little bitter, high grade than ketchup. Not well. This is I had it last night. We we ate, you smoked a bunch of sausages from uh, the sausage shop. Yep, and uh, we you gave me some of that barbecue. It was fantastic. And sadly, I'm not a judge, but so your efforts last night are going for naught. No, because... no, it wasn't for naught. <laughs> it was, it was good. We're we're proud of our sauce. That's cool. So there's a lot of backyard barbecue guys out there. Oh, there's there's a ton. I mean. You met uh, two of my team members last night. Oh yeah. Well, we'll have a team of five. Uh, I met the Red Desert Barbecue guy at our Dave uh, Martin at our pre uh, pre meeting. Uh, I really liked him. I'm interested to see what he does. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's pretty excited to go too. And we've got Brother John's Barbecue. We've got Shooter Steakhouse. We've got Acacia, like I said, Albert Hall. We've got you. We've got we've got uh, Brushfire. Brushfire. That's right. Ben over Brushfire is bringing his team. We've got uh, an entrant from the Arizona Barbecue Club, and then we've got the, the the two local guys at, you know, we've got the Cup. They want in, and then so did Maynard's. So we've got nine different types, nine different renditions of pulled pork that everybody that buys a ticket is going to get. And uh, folks, go to the Facebook page, Southern Arizona Smoke and Showdown, and get your tickets today because we are sold out at 400 and last year we sold out early, so we were turning everybody away at the gate. And this year, I think we're already, I think we're already over half sold. And Tucson's a last minute town, and we've got that many tickets sold already. So. Yeah. So, so uh, who's this benefit besides, uh, you know, I want to know who, who's, who's other getting than your the, taste buds, who's getting the money from this, Jeffrey? So that's a great question. Back to your, back to one of the reasons that Eric's one of my favorite people is so. One day after your golf tournament, we were all sitting around, and you guys were lamenting that you really wanted to start a barbecue event. And I said, well, gosh, we should do that and raise money for Steel Children's Research Center because those guys are looking for a, a uh, cure for pediatric cancer and juvenile diabetes. Um, they're, they're trying to help folks with autism. I mean, they're just an amazing outfit here attached to the University of Arizona College of Medicine. We should raise the money for them. And we could raise funds and friends to let people know what Steele's doing. And you guys thought that was a great idea, and, and off we went. It, it is a great idea. And, and this is year two. I'm sure we're going to sell out a lot faster than we, than we did last year. And, and we have more purveyors this year. It's, it's going to be another one of those things that just takes off and grows. Yeah. So it, when, when is actually the event? It's uh, June 4th, Saturday yeah. night, June 4th from 6 to 9. Okay. Catalina Brewing is uh, providing the beer. Merit Food is providing all the protein, all the pulled pork. We've got nine competitors. Danny Perez, Iron Chef Danny Perez is a judge. C.J. Ham from Tucson Foodie is a judge. And, of course, our friend Matt Russell is a judge. No, Ben, you cannot be a judge. Ben, what would qualify you to be a barbecue judge? I have taste buds. 
Thank goodness you well, added I, the buds I, part after the taste. I I uh, I I could be a judge. I, I've been a uh, for like about five six years uh, judge for the Tucson firefighters uh, chili cook-off. Really? Yeah. All right, Fred. And I invariably uh, hit number one every single time. Really? Yeah. All right. I'll tell you, Ben and Fred. I'll tell you, both guys, what you guys can be celebrity judges, but which means you got to buy a ticket to get in, and then we'll uh, we'll let you hang out with Danny, Matt, and CJ. This is going backwards on us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep so shut, the man. the one the one thing I I, I do want to say before before uh, you know the show ends, we have got a couple minutes. Oh, we got plenty of time. Um, you know, events like this uh, are proof that that uh, you know God wanted us to eat animals because oh, He made them so damn tasty. Here we go. Amen. <laughs> you know what the the folks the reason. That we have Eric on the show today. Not only is he one of our favorite people, I say that again, is because Because he Eric paid you is, off with food last night. That's <laughs> and it, it, delicious food. Yeah. Bread, delicious. So you get you get food and I have to go buy a ticket and get and have him cook for me. Well, yes, because you want to support steel. Put your money where your mouth is, brother. I have other charities I like supporting. Well, come on. Like the charity of... Your nephew Edi- is alive today because of the efforts of Steel Children's Research. Anthony's Cigar Emporium is a very important charity. Anthony's will be out there. We'll have cigars from Anthony's. They're a very important charity for me. Yes, I understand. But Anthony's is not a, a non-profit. Really? Yes. That's not what Alex tells me. That's, well, whatever. <laughs> so, Eric, you are the perfect example of a guy who had an idea to help. And you started it with your golf tournament. You rounded up all these people and said, hey, can you help me? I want to make a difference. And it, whether I raise a dollar or $100,000, I want to get the word out. I want to build friends. I want to raise some money. And your golf tournament, has, is it's probably bigger and more profitable for, for the Coleman folks than you probably would have ever imagined. Absolutely, it, it's it's grown into a monster. Yeah, um, we we've raised we've raised over seventy thousand dollars for Coleman in uh, six or seven years, seven years, six years. We've been doing it, and that's that's a that's a significant amount of money. On top of that, you've engaged a bunch of people to find out what Coleman does. Tucson's a great town, and and everybody is always willing to pitch in, join, help out. I mean, you're you're experiencing it with the with the smoking showdown. But it takes a guy like you, and and they're. <laughs> There are thousands of our neighbors that are doing this too. It takes someone to kind of wrestle that idea down and get a date and make phone calls and ask people for help. And I think my experience is is when you ask people for help, if they can help you, they will. Tucson's a great town. Tucson's a great town. All you've got to do is ask, and somebody in Tucson is going to be willing to, to help you out. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you, Eric, for what you do. We really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there. Thanks for being a great dad, great husband, and a great community guy. We really appreciate it. Well, we appreciate everything you do, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. And Fred, that's uh, that's the end of the show today. You want to give some roses away from Mayfield? Well, yeah, since Kevin Pakulis uh, didn't call in. <laughs> Poor Kevin. First, first person to call us at uh, 520-751-1041. You get a dozen roses from our friends, the Coleman family at Mayfield Florist. And guess what? And the second person that calls will give them a... Uh, Gift certificate to the Bistro at Tohono Chul Park for breakfast or lunch for two. Actually, you know, uh, they should save it for Bloom Night at Tohono Chul. That's coming up. We're already in season for the, the for Queen the, of the Evening. Really? Yeah. Made yeah, it, it made like they just bloomed the other day. May through July. Sweet. So, folks, get out there, meet your neighbor, 
Have a conversation. Make Tucson a great place to live. And we will see you next week here on The Fred and Jeff Show. Take care. This portion of The Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Sleeping Frog Farms and Fred's Meditation Salon and Tequila Lounge.